Are you tired of feeling stuck in a cycle of scarcity, knowing deep down that you're destined for so much more? Do you yearn to elevate your wealth and manifest a life overflowing with abundance? Well, get ready to embark on a transformational journey because the free Money Mindset Workshop is back and better than ever. Mark your calendars for Friday, May the 31st at 6pm UK time, where we'll be diving into the secrets of unlocking all that prosperity. If you can't make it live, no worries, you'll still have access to the replay so you won't miss a single nugget of wisdom. So why should you join me for this life-changing free workshop? Firstly, we're going to shake off those limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that have been holding you back. It's time to break free and unleash the full potential of your money mindset. Then we'll be talking about manifesting wealth and success like never before. So say goodbye to just dreaming and hello to turning those dreams into tangible realities. And let's not forget about the cash flow because we're going to explore all the ways that money can flow into your life, enriching it beyond measure. Some of you might be wondering, does mindset really work? Absolutely. This workshop will serve as your guide and light, showing you how mindset shapes your reality and empowers you to actively pursue your goals. So whether you're a newbie to positive money mindset or a seasoned pro, this workshop is designed for you. If you're ready to see a significant transformation in your wealth and you're eager to embrace new techniques for inviting prosperity into your life, then you belong here. So what's on the agenda? We've got a 90-minute interactive session where we'll tackle those limiting beliefs head-on and uncover the abundance waiting to be embraced. Just imagine, instead of struggling, you could manifest money faster easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone and welcome back to Canny Crystals the podcast. As you know by now, my name is Mart, I am your host and this week I was lucky enough to have been to Bristol to Denise Duffield Thomas's Chill and Prosper Live event. 
And I had the absolute time of my life, I must say. I flew to Bristol on the Friday night because a train from Newcastle was going to take about four hours, I think. And there was a couple of changes as well, and that usually confuses the hell out of me. It doesn't take much, but when there's changes on trains, it freaks me out. Anyway, it was going to be around £700 return. 700 quid. What is the world coming to? I know it was a business expense, but I still wasn't going to spend £700 on a train. If push came to shove, I probably would have just drove it. Do you know what I mean? It's like five hours each way. But anyway, to fly with EasyJet, it was £45 return and it took 45 minutes. You can't really grumble at that, can you? I didn't realise, however, the Bristol airport was so far away from my hotel. So I did have to get a couple of taxis there and back, but I still saved around 600 quid then getting a train. I don't know what's going on with trains at the minute. Anyway, because the flight was so late on the Friday night, I didn't actually get to my hotel until about, I think it was about 11 o'clock. It was like quarter to 11 or something. So by the time I got myself unpacked, by the time I'd like got all my clothes out my case, hung them in the wardrobe, decided what I was going to wear at the event, ironed those clothes, and then ate the Biscoff biscuits on my coffee tray, because who doesn't do that as soon as they walk into a hotel room? It was about one-ish. So I went to sleep because I was absolutely bloody drained. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this before on the pod, but I sometimes have night terrors. I have this app that I downloaded that records any noise in the night for sleep talking and things like that. And it's recorded some absolute wild noises from me. To cut a long story short, I'm always having dreams that either, one, the house is being haunted, or two... I'm getting abducted by aliens. (laughs) Weird, I know. But in my dream, I've got this awareness that I'm dreaming. And once I realise that in my dream, I know deep down inside that if I scream loud enough in my dream, I'll scream in real life as well. And then it'll wake Johnny up. And then in turn, he can wake me up. Sounds logical, doesn't it? I mean... He absolutely fucking hates it because I'm constantly waking him up to wake myself up. It's quite selfish, I do agree, but we move. So anyway, I'll play one of my infamous night terror screams now that I've recorded over the last couple of years because this will put things into perspective for what I'm about to tell you. So this is one of my night terrors that I recorded a couple of years ago. Here we go. And that there at the end was Johnny going, fucking hell, man, because he's absolutely loving life every time this happens. So, fuck my life. My neighbours must think that they live next door to Emily Rose. Do you know what I mean? It's like something from The Exorcist. So anyway, back to my story. I'm in this hotel Friday night. It's 1am. I've finally got to bed. I've set me alarm for 6am because I need to get up. I need to have me breakfast. I need to get ready. I need to be at the event for 830 So I'm going to have about five hours sleep. And I obviously have a dream about being abducted by aliens, don't I? Jesus Christ. So in my dream, I was totally aware I was dreaming. And I was screaming really loudly. Apart from because I was in the room on my own, because I'd gone to this conference on my own, Johnny wasn't there to wake us up. So I must have just been screaming so, so loud. Anyway, I eventually woke myself up. And as I did... I could see a figure stood in the corner of my hotel room, which obviously made me scream even louder before shooting up in bed. I'm frantically trying to hit the bedside lamp. Jesus Christ, knocking everything flying. 
and it was my coat hung on the wall. It was my coat hung on the wall in front of a mirror. So I thought it was this huge beast thing. God knows, my heart was pounding. I swear I almost had a heart attack. Like, I just couldn't get back to sleep after that. So I had three hours sleep all night because that happened about four. I'd got to bed about one. So the next morning, obviously, I had massive bloody circles under my eyes and stuff. Went down for breakfast. I came back to my hotel room and I got myself in the shower. And I love being in the shower. I love visualizing in the shower. I think it's just so powerful visualizing in water. I've said it time and time again. I've said it a million times more. So I'm stood there in the shower and I was thinking, how amazing would it be if I walk over to that event and I'm stood outside and like Denise walks in or something and I get to spend a bit of time with her before everyone else. So I was just visualizing, you know, giving her a cuddle, pretending that I was smelling a perfume, that kind of thing, just smiling away. It was making us so, so happy. I was basically just visualizing, having a little chat with her before the event and how good it would be just to say, you know, thanks for everything that she's done for my business. Anyway, I went over to the event about half an hour early. I'd been stood outside for about five minutes. And guess who comes walking over to us? Denise Duffield Thomas. I honestly couldn't believe it. So down to earth as always. She lets us get photos with her. She knew my name, which I was absolutely fangirling about, by the way. Um, And when we actually got to go inside, I was the only guy there. Apparently, there was someone else sat at the back, but I didn't see them. It was like, legend has it, there's another male in here somewhere. Um, But I never, ever saw him. But I think it's actually nice, you know, because it just meant that I didn't have to really introduce myself to everyone because all the women there knew that, you know, the guy was the one from Canny Crystals. But it was just so, so nice to meet so many listeners there as well. I was so surprised that there were so many of you there. Like, someone gave us a little gift bag. Someone had drawn us as a caricature. People were getting photos with us. Someone's offering us, like, to go up to their salon to get a facial. Yeah, I literally felt like I was a Z-lister. Anyway, the event itself was so, so good, and I can't recommend it enough. If you ever get the chance to go to an event like that, do it. Don't look at the cost or anything like that. Just do it. It's worth it even just to go for the people that you meet there, like everyone else that's there, because it's all about networking and, you know, sharing like what's going on in each other's lives and stuff like that. Everyone there is just so uplifting. And I think I must have gained about three new podcast guests just from talking to people on that Saturday morning. And it just puts you on such a natural high, honestly. Like, I think it was like the Saturday afternoon, Denise brought on stage one of her friends, who is also a Hay House author. She's called Susie Ashworth. Some of you may have heard of her. But Susie's story was just so intense. And it was so inspirational that I actually started to cry. I felt like a bit of a tit because my seat was right at the front and I was dead center. I was locking eyes with both of them constantly and there I am sat sobbing. But one of the things that she said was that we are all on the same playing field. And that really struck a chord with me because we often put celebrities on a pedestal as if they're higher than us or better than us. When in actual fact, they've all got the same flaws that we do. They all struggle with the same things that we do. 
And because of this, I thought, well, what have I got to lose? So I asked Susie to come on the podcast, actually, and she accepted straight away. So we are booked in for a chat in the middle of December. So that episode will be coming out just before Christmas. Very, very excited for that. I honestly can't wait for that chat. She is a business coach, but she's very, very spiritual, very law of attraction, very witchy, very manifestation, very woo-woo in everything that she does, basically. And I'm just absolutely obsessed with her. So yes, that's to look forward to as well. Something else that Susie said, because she's got an equation that she uses in her daily life that I basically want to base this episode around because her equation is faith plus action equals miracles. Okay, so I'll say that again louder for the people at the back. Faith plus action equals miracles. And I really, really resonated with this because, as I've mentioned so many times before on the podcast, so many times before on social media, people come into the law of attraction, manifestation world, thinking that they can just make a wish and everything that they've ever wanted will land in their lap. And yeah, I'm going to say like, you know, there is a percentage chance that that could happen. But wouldn't you rather just take that little action and kind of meet it halfway to ensure that it gets to you? Anyway, Susie's equation made me think of what mine would be. So I think it would be inspiration plus intention plus action equals results. So if we start with each one of these components, because I think this is quite important. It's what I've called the episode as well. Inspiration plus intention plus action equals results. So if we start with the inspiration part, so inspiration, that's the spark that ignites the journey. So for example, for me, last weekend, spent with Denise Duffield-Thomas, that sparked so much inspiration for me and my business. Being in business alone is quite challenging, as you can probably imagine, and I've had no business experience at all in the past. So finding Denise a couple of years ago on YouTube and then joining her Money Bootcamp, that really, really changed the way that I see it all. That inspired me to go harder in my business. And obviously, I've had some amazing triumphs in my career so far, with hopefully lots more to come as well, because I just see the path that Denise took to achieve her dreams, to be really, really inspiring. So when you learn from other people's experiences, you're going to gain that insight. You're going to be able to ignite that spark within your own lives, okay? So something else that might inspire you, we've got books, literature, or any kind of media for that matter. So whether it's a, you know, a self-help book or a biography or even fiction, they can all contain like powerful stories that resonate and motivate They can offer new perspectives, ideas, and basically the encouragement needed to pursue any aspirations that we have, which is why I absolutely love to read self-development books. And I mean, like I say, if you prefer, you can even listen to them. If you go to the link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok, for example, there's even a link for a free 30-day trial for Audible. Audible is basically an app that reads books to you whilst you're on the go. So if you haven't got time to sit down with a book, you can pop your headphones in, be doing the dishes, walking the dog, in the bath. Maybe don't use your headphones when you're in the bath, but you know what I'm saying. You can listen to books rather than read them, okay? It's the perfect way to absorb information and develop yourself. And then we've got things like life events, 
that they can be inspiring as well. So we've got personal experiences, both, you know, positive and challenging. They can serve as powerful sources of inspiration for us. I've spoke for the last few weeks, haven't I, about, you know, overcoming difficulties or witnessing significant events that can trigger that desire for change or growth, because that in turn is going to motivate action towards like part of your dream. And part of being inspired is also having those little moments of self-discovery, you know, like sudden realizations about your desires or your capabilities or a deeper understanding of your purpose. And that can be intensely inspiring in itself because these revelations, they often serve as kind of turning points in our lives. So we might be at a standstill and we might have this like really, really significant inspirational situation that really helps us, you know, propel us forward basically in manifesting our dreams. I definitely say when it comes to being inspired though, we have to be receptive to it. So for example, I went to last weekend in Bristol because I wanted to be inspired. So if I wasn't receptive to that, I could have just stayed in the house all weekend. I wouldn't have had the same inspiration and I wouldn't be inspired to, you know, create this podcast episode, for example. That inspiration led to an action of me recording this podcast to then you listening to it and that's the end result, okay? There is such a significance of staying open-minded and receptive to inspiration from unexpected sources, Sometimes inspiration can come from places that you least expect, but being open to those possibilities, that's going to broaden our potential for growth. And it's like what I always say when you're manifesting as well, not to put all your eggs in one basket, because sometimes the universe delivers to us from places that we least expect. And it's only when we release that resistance that it actually comes to us. So I get people all the time, tell me how to manifest winning the lottery. I get that message about... I want to say anywhere between five to 10 times per day across Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever it is that you're messaging from, sometimes even email. Five to 10 times a day, I will get which crystal is for winning the lottery? How do I manifest the lottery? How do I manifest the lottery win? I should maybe do a bloody podcast episode on it, but by manifesting a lottery win, you aren't receptive to all the different ways that you could be inspired to make that million pound if that's what you want. Yeah, you are literally putting all your eggs in one basket and you are literally trusting that the universe will deliver through one funnel. So you are limiting the, all the ways that it can come to you. And I've said this before, I'll say it time and time again, release that resistance, okay? Open up, be receptive. You've got to be receptive to stuff. Inspiration can come from anywhere. It could be a passing conversation with a family member or a friend. It could be a piece of art. It could be, you know, a random encounter at the supermarket. Or some people are like even inspired by nature, you know, like going for a walk in the forest and maybe finding a waterfall or a stream or something like that. But when you're open, that allows for such a diverse range of influences to come in your life. But the reason that I put inspiration at the start of my equation is that inspiration acts as that catalyst. It fuels the motivation and the passion towards pursuing our dreams. It's the initial spark that propels us to envision and strive for a better or a different reality. It's going to help us to get to grips with, you know, what it is that we're trying to manifest. I mean, yes, I could say to you, what do you want in life? And you might be able to answer back with, you know, money or love or happiness. 
but inspiration is what really gets us specific about the nitty-gritty of what we want. And it then continuously helps in maintaining that enthusiasm and determination to achieve that goal, especially during challenging phases of the manifestation journey. So that's the first part, inspiration, okay? I want you to grab a pen and paper if you feel inclined to, or open your phone onto your notes app, whatever it is, however you take notes. Just journal while you listen to this episode, right? So I want you to write down this little journal prompt and just answer it in your own time, honestly. You don't have to do it while you listen to the pod. You could do it afterwards. You could do it on a new moon. You could do it in the bath tonight. Do it whenever you feel like it, okay? But just answer this question. What inspires me in life and how do these inspirations align with what I want to manifest, okay? What inspires me in life And how do these inspirations align with what I want to manifest? See what comes up for you with that, okay? So next up in the equation that I've wrote is intention. So once we're inspired, intention acts as the guide and force. It discusses how to cultivate a clear and focused intention. So for me, this would be, you know, specific techniques that I discuss week in, week out, like visualization, affirmations, using crystals, EFT, meditation, all that jazz. And it emphasizes aligning the thoughts and beliefs with our desired reality to harness that power of that intention in manifestation. Because it's pointless going against it, isn't it? Like there's a great example of this in the book, The Secret, where She's talking about, you know, trying to manifest your soulmate, but then taking a look at your bed, you're sleeping in the middle of it. Taking a look at your your drive out the front of your house, you're parking in the middle of it. You're only like setting the table for one. Do you know what I mean? There's all these different things. So you are contradicting what you're actually wanting to bring into your life. So it's kind of, you know, making space in your drawers for a second person, making space in the wardrobe, making sure that you've got enough space for a second car to park on the drive, whatever it is. That's just the example that they give in the book, The Secret. So the first bit is to have a clear vision and that entails understanding precisely what you desire to manifest. So like I say, answer that question before that journal prompt that I gave you. So what is it that you want to manifest? It involves detailing your goals, all your aspirations, and the life that you envision for yourself. Visualization techniques involve, you know, mentally picturing that desired reality. And vision boards and journaling and all the rest of it, they're going to provide you with that tangible representation and written description of it. And that's going to aid in crystallizing these intentions. No pun intended there. And then as part of intention, there's also the alignment of thoughts and actions. So aligning our thoughts, our beliefs, and our actions, that just means, you know, ensuring that our mental focus, our beliefs about ourself and the world, and the actions that we take are all in sync. They're all in harmony with our intended outcomes. When these aspects are in sync, they create a unified energy, a bit like a synergy, that's going to then support the manifestation process. And it's going to remove any internal conflicts or doubts that might slow down your progress. So as part of intention, it's also, you know, the power of positive reinforcement. So affirmations and declarations, for example, these are positive statements that reinforce your intentions and they're going to shift your subconscious beliefs. And by repeatedly affirming these statements to yourself or listening to subliminals or, you know, listening to positive affirmations or even stating them out loud, 
You're going to influence your subconscious mind. You're going to replace limiting beliefs with empowering ones. And that practice is going to help you in cultivating a mindset that's aligned with your goals because that's going to enhance confidence and motivation within you. So again, if you want to journal on this bit of the equation, you could ask yourself, how do my intentions align with my long-term goals and the vision I have for life? So I'll just read that again. How do my intentions align with my long-term goals and the vision I have for life? And then last but not least, by any means, we have the last part of the equation, which is action. And this is what I mentioned at the start, okay? So if inspiration and intention pave the way, action is the catalyst for manifestation. So let's talk about the significance of taking that consistent, purposeful steps towards your dreams and overcoming obstacles and managing setbacks and staying committed to the journey. Because I say this all the time, don't I? That consistency is key. When we take that consistent, intentional action, that means that we're going to be making steady progress towards our goals. And emphasizing regular, smaller steps over sporadic bursts, that's going to ensure that progress is sustained and it builds momentum. If I ask you to count to a million, for example, you might be like, oh my God, impossible. But then if I said to you again, but you can count to 100 every day, might take you three years. Yes, it's a ball ache, but you'll still count to a million. It's a lot more achievable, isn't it? Everyone can count to 100. Do you see where I'm coming from here? When you break something down into achievable chunks, you are so much more likely to achieve it because you're not jumping this huge mountain. You're going 100 meters at a time. Okay, so adopting a growth mindset is another huge part of taking action as well. So exploring the concept of a growth mindset involves embracing challenges, viewing failures as learning opportunities and believing in the ability to develop skills and capabilities through effort and perseverance. And when we maintain that positive outlook and we reframe those setbacks, that can fuel continued action. It's all about looking on the positive side of things and not being knocked back by, you know, challenges or difficulties. It's kind of having that resilience, if that's how you'd like to put it. And then we've got reinforcing action with habits and routines because this is also part of taking action as well. The role of habits and routines is essential in reinforcing actions aligned with intentions and highlighting how consistent behaviors have become ingrained. Did you know, for example, that it takes roughly 66 days for a habit to become automatic to you? We need to establish habits that support our vision because that's going to ensure that our daily actions are in line with our long-term goals, and over time, they'll then become reality. You're not going to be able to form habits within minutes or hours, but it's going to take you days or weeks, but they will become part of your life the more we do them. And the last part of taking action is having that flexibility and adaptability. So I think one of the most important steps in terms of action is being flexible and being adaptable. When strategies aren't getting you those desired results, being open, just adjusting your plans, that's the next best thing. It's about being proactive in making changes and evolving your strategy and learning from feedback or outcomes to redirect your effort. So I've put there inspiration plus intention plus action equals results. 
So that's my manifestation and law of attraction equation that I kind of stand by when I'm trying to bring anything into my life. And it's working well for me. Don't mind if I do say that, but it is working well for me. So what's your manifestation equation? You might want to have a think about creating your own because it could be something that you relate to when you're manifesting. And this might then help you get your head around the process a bit more and enable you to manifest a lot easier. Or you might really resonate with mine. Or you might really resonate with Susie's. Susie will be on the podcast, like I say, in a few weeks' time to talk about hers. But yeah, I hope that this episode resonated with you. I hope it landed exactly where it needed to land. Little reminders here and there about manifestation because it's what I get questions about the most across social media. So next week, I've got two exciting bits of info about next week, actually. I'm off to London, that's one, um, for another conference for a few days where I've kind of treated myself to the VIP upgrade and that means I get to have dinner with Fern Cotton. So I'm so excited about that. I'm going to take my podcast mic with us just in case because if she's staying in my hotel, then, you know, stranger things have happened. I could potentially be hosting Miss Cotton in my room to record a little podcast episode. Watch this space. And as my grandma always used to say, shy bands get out. And next Friday is also a very special day because Black Friday is coming. If you're not already, make sure that you signed up to both newsletters at the bottom of the homepages of cannycrystals.co.uk and cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk because there are going to be some absolutely huge discounts sent out in the next few days across both websites, but both have totally different offers, so make sure that you signed up to both for products and courses. Oh, and I've had so many messages about, you know, new episodes of my off-topic podcast, What a Nightmare. Yes, there are so many more episodes to come. I just haven't got time to fart right now, let alone recording off-topic. It's not on my priority list, so just make sure that you subscribe to it and you'll always get a notification when the next episode goes live. It is an off-topic podcast, so it's as and when I get opportunity to record it. I'm not going to put stress on myself to record an episode a week, for example, Especially right now when I'm kind of working 14 hour days, seven days a week and barely managing everything on my plate. So just please be patient. Just go and subscribe and you'll get a notification when it comes on. Anyway, just one more ask. Please, 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 if you have a business inquiry, please email info at cannycrystals.co.uk or if you have an order inquiry, it is sales at cannycrystals.co.uk. Please, 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 I beg of you, do not spam my personal Instagram or Facebook inbox. The only time I ever really get to check these is usually at night when I'm in the bath or I'm trying to switch off. So the last thing I need to see is someone spamming my personals, asking what crystal is for wealth, and then sending three question marks when I've read it and I don't respond within a minute when it's 11pm at night. It's the last thing I want to see, okay? Someone last week even DM'd my mum because I hadn't responded to her message. Even despite the website having a category filter that she could have just used, she just wanted to know what crystals were good for wealth. She could have used Google. She could have gone on my website and just typed in wealth. She could have clicked on shop by category on my website and clicked the wealth category. But no, she decided to message Canny Crystals. Then she sent us an email. This was all within five minutes, by the way. Then she sent my personal um, Instagram a message. Then she sent my personal Facebook a message. And then just to top it all off, she Facebook messaged my mum, asking my mum the same question. 
Like, it's getting a little bit out of control here, okay? So please, 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 just send an email if you have a genuine business inquiry. I get back to every single email. If I don't, Jade does or Nikki does, okay? And just before I go, don't forget that my early bird price for my Achieving Your Goals workshop, which will go live on New Year's Day, is ending this week. It's just £20 and it can really help you kickstart your 2024 to be in your best year ever. It'll all help you manifest your best 2024 using crystals, feng shui, visualizations, subliminals, and so much more. Head to the link in my bio and click on Achieving Your Goals 2024 to sign up now. It's also available at cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk. And then the last thing is that Joanna Hunter's Million Dollar Experiment closes its door next week as well. You can get 12 months access for just £21. That is £1.75 per month. You'll get a free workbook. You get private podcast episodes and a million dollar plan. You don't need a side hustle or a business to sign up to this. But if you are wanting to get in, please do it quick because the £21 offer will be ending next week. Head to cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash links and press on the 12-month coaching for £21 offer there. I'm in myself, and so many of my members are as well, and I can't wait to see how many of us make a million by the end of 2024, all just from working on our money mindset. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Please, please, please feel free to help me out, leave a review or a rating, whatever it is. It takes me a second for you to do, but it really does help me out in ways that you wouldn't believe. And don't forget, you can also get 10% off everything site-wide at cannycrystals.co.uk with the discount code, which is the word podcast. In the meantime, I'll see you all next Friday for another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 